hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to La Costa Nostra Radio. We are a poetry family located at allpoetry.com. And I'd like to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home. We believe in freedom of speech. However, not all of the views and opinions on the show by the guests and poets are reflective of La Costa Nostra ownership and management and are of their own free will. Enjoy this La Costa Nostra program. Hello, hello. Welcome to Public Poetry. It's another Sunday night. Right now, most people are watching the Super Bowl. We have this on Rewind. Tough. If you're listening sometime past February and it's now March or who knows where else after 2022. But, uh, yeah, we're here to have a recital. We're an organization, LCN, that can be found at allpoetry.com. Thanks to Kevin Watts, who provides uh, us for a place to hang out and discuss our different uh, attitudes and uh, viewpoints on poetry. So uh, here we are. would like to introduce my co-host, Boo. Are you there? Hey, that's right. Yeah, we got to yeah did you click the disclaimer? Yeah. Yeah, the disclaimer, please. Uh, oh, it did? Okay, just checking. I don't know what happened there. That was weird. It wouldn't let me push any buttons. You know how I like pushing buttons. So that wasn't good. Yeah, I don't you know love pushing good. buttons. You're not anyone to push <laughs> on the elevator. What floor are you going to end up yeah, right? at the end of the night? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that wasn't that bad. We're only a couple minutes late. Things happen. That's blog talk for you. So onward and upward. All right. And uh, next caller on the line would be, is this Rack, one of the founders of LCN? One one one. What's up, Razzle Dazzle? What's up, Razzle hey. How you doing, Rap? Oh, <laughs> not bad, not bad. I got swallowed up before, but looks like it's okay now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't know. I wasn't able to. Pre- I was pressing stuff, and it wasn't pressing. I don't know why that don't was. Even, but... Don't even get me. That's the story of my life. Don't even get me started. I know. You know how I like pressing buttons. That's what I said. You know. <laughs> 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 so that was weird. Late, okay, well, uh, you know, we're we're on track. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be watching the Super Bowl anyway. I think everyone's going to be watching the Super Bowl anyway. So, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I don't we're know if they had a choice between the right Super now. Bowl. If they had a choice hmm? between the Super Bowl and watching you play with your buttons, I think they'd pick you. <laughs> well, that's nice. Thanks, Rick. I hope so. We're entertaining, aren't we? We think so. That's cute. A woman who likes to play with buttons. What'd you say? Exactly. And we have one more caller on the line. 
So, uh, Wayne, how you doing? I'm all right. Sinister. Yeah, it's uh, sinister. sinister. Fucking shut up, boo. Hey, Sin. <laughs> What's going on? Chill out, boo. I don't know how to chill out. You got a, you got a, you got a chilly recipe. to block out most of the stress, boo. Chilling out. What? Yeah. No, I've been chilling out all week since Monday. You got a, you got a chilly recipe, Sin? We'll do some tailgating, bro. Yeah. I some mean ass All else fails, try the court and the pack of Tylenol at the gas station. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Bring a poem here tonight. Who? Sinister. I did. It's on the old list. Uh, it's on the list. Yes, it is. Okay. I got yeah, it. Uh, we get this is an experiment. And, and uh, start yeah. cracking some heads here with the poetry recital. So uh, <laughs> let me go over the I'm list. I, I see a poem. <laughs> I got it already. I responded so many before the show, but I only had 20 minutes. And so I didn't get around to Sinister. I'm not happy to provide you a spot. And Sinister, here you go. Yeah, Yeah, mine up so he gets more, so he gets more comments. Throw mine up first. I'm not worried about comments. I can't read them. Oh, okay. I uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, we like going out of our ways to mess it up for you, Sin. But uh, <laughs> if you want to go before him, there's no problem with that. Yeah, yeah that way you can get more nice of you because that way he gets more comments. That's nice of you. Uh, I just got to grab it. So it's in the st- if you're in the studio, it's under rack, rose colored. It's zero, zero, zero. Where do you yeah. want to get the poem, one or the other? You go grab the poem. You already know. I messed everything up. It's zero, it says zero, 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 rack, rose. It should be at the top. Yeah, that didn't. That plan didn't work out that great, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> rack, rack making me sound like a selfish poet. I've got the pit bulls that won't stop tearing things up in the house. <laughs> Who's winning the game? Anybody know? Or did it just start? It's okay, I'm watching it. Damn. You ready, Rev? Not in the slightest bit. My screen keeps freezing uh-huh. on me. Okay. Well, you know, okay. Hold on. Sarah, I got the poem. I'll go get the thing if you can't get it. It's... Sorry, guys. Well... We're never supposed to no, prepare. Don't apologize. It's, it's, it's all right. You know, it's it's yeah. the beginning. When, when we catch our flow mm-hmm. later, it'll be seamless. But for now, you know, we'll have some fun with it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, you got to do it's it. It's all good. Okay, there's a poem. Fumble on the kickoff. We like beforehand. We should start, <laughs> start looking in the studio. I tried, make sure zero, where zero, one. I tried everything you said, and I can't find Rack Rose. Okay, I'll get it. I got it. See, I got it. I see it right here, but for some reason, it's not letting me press it. 
Okay, so you know when you go look, it's one, two, three. Yeah, I'll press it for you. There we go. Here's Rose-colored fantasy. There you go. By raconteur. Would you believe me if I told you that I saw your face in a dream? But when I reached out to brush a hair from your cheek, you pixelated just like a corrupt video stream. Ravenous lips, the color of desire. Your eyes, reluctant witness to life's pain. Auburn tresses to wrap around my fist. A chassis that begs to be ridden without shame. Just a fantasy tinged in the scarlet blush of your porcelain skin, encouraging me not to open my eyes, that I might be consumed by the amber flame therein. So incredibly beautiful, so far beyond my reach, crying crimson tears, stripped of the power of speech. When you close your eyes, what do you see? Cinnamon coat the lie and say that it's me. End poem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this one has that impression of uh, someone being affected in a relationship that they're having visions of that person who we just can't quite forget. And all of it's very romantic and poetic like so. I like the perspective of the poet here that you have certain memories that uh, just linger on and on pretty much indefinitely somewhere in your own psychology. What do you think, Sin? Man, see, here's the thing. That was that was very classy. That was very <laughs> to point. And... Uh, not at all at the same time. I, I think Denver Queen. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You kind of what? Um. Well, you know, you say about the rose-colored glasses. Like, don't you know, we all wear them. I think um, from time to time. Uh, I mean, this is very romantic. I think too. Ravenous lips, the color of desire, your eyes witness the pain. Um, is this this is a fantasy maybe of the girl you wish to know or the girl you see? I don't know. I don't know if she exists or not. She seems pretty perfect, beautiful, far away, crimson. I know you like the redheads. Um, <laughs> he's got the ravenous lips, but this is somebody who lied to you, I think. And um, she, yeah, yeah, close a That reminds me. I won't get into your personal life. Don't worry about. But about. Um, <laughs> things that you went through with a certain person who lied and you found out everything she said was bullshit. And there's a lot of women that do that. There's a lot of men that do that too. But when you think, when the rose colored glasses are finally off, finally broken, and you see the truth, what's real, and it hurts bad to think someone could look you in the eyes or whatever every day and lie, um, and then you realize that they were, it hurts. So I think that's what you got here. And you still keep her in your fantasy because maybe you think somewhere she'll still exist or maybe she'll change. I don't know. I think we all hold on to that. Um Really cute, um, a really loving rack, Terry. <laughs> Thanks, Boo. You know that that's, that's to me that's the whole point of a fantasy. You know, it, it's just that it's a, it's a fantasy. 
if you acknowledge it as such, you kind of can take a little power away from it, but it still has that undercurrent of desire, you know, and, and, and like to say, you know, the, the hints of reality, too. You try and bring that into it because, you know, his fantasies are usually based on – or a lot of lies are based on truth. So, you know, similar, similar thought there as well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it suck when you do see the truth after you're wearing the glasses and you're like, oh, shit. Or you, maybe you saw it before, but you didn't want to yeah. admit it. Sal was on hold, Raz. Yeah, I was going to get to that, but I don't uh, see if you were done with your discussion. You have to invite the next caller. Mm-hmm. Are, are you done here? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, so uh, one on <laughs> one. Go ahead. You're muted. Speak up. Hello. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hi, Sawa. How are Hi. you? How are you, everyone? Did you hear Rack home? Uh, it's really um, a very romantic. Yeah. I, I like your comment. See, yeah. It's uh, Everyone has their own fantasy, and um, sometimes there's just... I mean, you either met the person or not met, not met them, but um, just the fantasy, think the sacred blush of your person. It's kind of um, a little bit, with the touch of sensuality too, um, when you close your eyes, what do you see cinnamon cold tonight and say, that's me. Uh, almost wishing that she can see you, who you are. Not only you see her, but you wish that she, she can see how much uh, you like her too. So it's like I'm admitting, it's like that that specific line, that specific verse. I'm admitting that I'm dreaming about her. You know, I want to hear her say that she's dreaming about me. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I meant exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Great comment, Sala. And uh, there's one more person on the line. Would you like to speak up? Five oh three. Oh, that's me, Dave Prophet. Yeah, hey, it's E-Harmony. Mr. Prophet. E Harmony, where's the other E Harmony? We have the couple. <laughs> no more E. Dave, no more E Harmony stories for a while. Test. Dave passed the test of E Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want that tag nailed on me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You know, we were reading some of the questions last night. Some of them are ridiculous, for real, Dave. I just I can't even believe just some of them are just too funny. Um, okay, you want to put Sinister up, Raz? I thought Sinister had one of those artistic moods where he had been waiting. Are you ready, Sin, to go to the podium? Yeah, we're going to get this over. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> for the Rams win or lose. So uh, here's Sinister for you. You have the floor, sir. Grasping straws. Open your extremities till the bloodstream pools into the ocean. Wasping air from depleted lungs purge toxic liaisons. These echoes powdering spaces I used to fill with ambient colors. Now shadowed in oversight that throws able mind to foolishness. See myself ignite trifle occurrences of stoic happenstance. I'm renowned. Dancing with the images of damsels set ablaze and fire and brimstone. 
stressed and spiraling into and out of comatose rhetoric amongst these ghosts. I vomit imprudent gestures you fend off the intrusions they make. Detonating sounds on barrier reefs has me blazing whimsical trails, crumbled as the mock scenery of Tinseltown dredges approaching. Seeping poison reinforces the failing itinerary of stupefied masses, sequestering notions formerly inserted in our peripheral view. Once the quiet takes over, I'm bound to split all that ails me, grounded in terracotta urns as life has come upon desperate ends. Frozen speech is daunting on mute tongues that know no friends, elevated now in the moment we found ourselves a prisoner of such tragedy. Peace. Excellent read, Sinister. And uh, I was writing back, these spiritual ties can be of negative influences, which desire to bring down the soul. And that of itself, what you're discussing, really is the spiritual health. Mr. Prophet, what do you think of this write by Sinister Spittle? <clears throat> well, actually, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it almost made me smile. It was. It almost had an odd kind of a sense of humor to it, to me anyway. Um, I I liked the <laughs> I liked all of the uh, ins and outs of it, uh, and and what he had to say about uh, everything in general. You know, um, I, I vomit. I vomit imprudent gestures. You fend off the intrusions they make. <laughs> That's cool. Detonating sounds on barrier reefs has me blazing whimsical trails. Crumbles does not crumble does the mock scenery of Tensile Town dredges approaching. That's cool. The whole thing is, is, is really really clever the way it's written. I liked it. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that very much, man. Sure, Mr. Prof. My pleasure. What about you, Solo? What do you think Sinister Spittle is right? Kind of remind me of yesterday, uh, right? It's about toxic relation, uh, relationship. Get it out of your system. Uh, you say, um, open your extremity till the bloodstream pulls another notion, wasping air from depleted lungs. Purge toxic liaisons. These echoes, powdering space, I used to fill with ambient colors. Now shattered in, in overnight that that those able minds to foolishness. It's just um, like the contrast between how it used to be and how it is. And um, when you get to the point when it becomes so toxic, you just want to let it out. Um, and it gets, uh, at the end, once the quiet takes over, I'm bound to spit all that ails me. It's uh, almost um, a journey from um, no more how we find yourself prisoner of, of tragedies and how to, to let let go of it. Very good. Insightful. Prisoners in our own spiritual warfare. Interesting concept there, Sala. And uh, what about you, Rack? What do you think of Sinister Spittles, right? I enjoy it very much, Sam. You know, I, I, I got to say that, that when you deliver some of those, some lines like that, you know, you almost have to smile um, because, you know, he knows what he's really, what the metaphor means and where it's coming from. So, you know, there's a thought of, of, of putting someone in a place sometimes or, you know, just say, calling something what it is 
in a way that, that that's blatant. Um, you know, to me, it, it, there's a relationship between the flame and the heat of of a relationship, and um, the um, the toxic gas, the the smoke that comes from it. So, you know, in addition to the heat, there's that other byproduct of a relationship, and you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's not about the heat; it's about that smoke and. and <coughs> And the way you wove in the whole imagery, you know, surrounding the ideas of, like, the chimney and the terracotta, um, you know, the things that, that are, like, meant to handle things like that, you know, it worked out wonderfully. Um, and, and really, your emotions, through, um, I, I really appreciated it. Oh, Thank you. Bringing in the... Boo, you have the last thing. Yeah, I... I... This is really angry to me, and I see somebody who was cheated on or possibly being blamed for being che- being for cheating when really they weren't. Um, but they're getting <laughs> accused of it all the time. So maybe he's thinking like, "Fuck it, I might as well just do it at this point because I'm going to get blamed for it with the fire and the brimstone, the stress in and out of a comatose rhetoric amongst these ghosts that she." This person, I mean, constantly brings up, maybe throws in your face. I don't know if this is true or, or not, or fiction or real. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is what it looks like to me, seeping poison, um, and um, you're over it, and you're pissed off, and you're tired of hearing about it. And then at the end, a prisoner of such tragedies, um, it's a shame that she didn't believe you and didn't believe in you. And, um, you know, you're sick of the sh- sick of hearing about it. That's how what I see. I don't know. But um, it's very angry and purge toxic liaisons, these echoes, powdering spaces I used. So, I mean, it's sort of like gaslighting in a way. I see it. Because um, after a while, you get accused of doing stuff so much, you, you either want to say, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Or you start to wonder, did I really do it? I mean, I don't know. I've been there. It's happened to me before. Um, it's very strong and I uh, loved your read. So, good job. And the title fits. Thank you. I was waiting for someone to say something about the title. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of a a different right for me. Uh, at the same time, it's, it's not. It, you know, when life repeats itself, you have to find new ways to say the same thing. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, you know, uh, to me, to me, I think nothing hurts more than being accused of something like that. Because, you know, when someone says something like that, they're not just calling your actions into question, calling your feelings and, and everything else. It's like, your I, character. Are you, are you, it, it, well, it, it's like calling you a liar, basically. It's, it's like you sit yeah. there and you say, I love mm-hmm. you. And, and, and then they're saying, well, you know, I don't believe you. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, that, that's just oh. like, I don't know. You, you, can't, you can't get more insulted than that. If, if you don't, if I say I love you and you don't believe me, then what are you doing here? You know, seriously. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's always mm-hmm. been my attitude. Let me do you a favor then. If you don't believe me, then I'll leave. Yeah, yeah. You're always defending I, yourself, constantly defending yourself. It's toxic. Yeah. Anyway. Excellent. It's like any other weekend at my house with my dad being drunk. So, uh, proceeding the recital, Stala, you have the floor, dear. Okay, one second, please. Let me refresh. I was commenting on Tennessee. Hold on a second. Uh, where is it? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Here we go. Okay. 
When the wind hit, con le vent a frappé, quando il vento a colpito, you start from the bottom and go up. Quando il vento freddo ha colpito, così forte senza stancarsi, gli umidi occhi cercavano il sole lassù. Sogno l'alba per un momento, i fiori dolci frutati di rosada, gli uccelli che si chiamano sui romicelli, in fondo, l'immediazione di un bellissimo rifugio. Quand le vent a frappé si fort, sans se lasser, les yeux humbles ont cherché le soleil là-haut. J'aurais vasté un instant de l'aube, des fleurs suaves s'apoudrant de la rosée, des oiseaux s'écouillant sur les rameaux. Après tout, l'imagination d'un bon refuge. When the wind hit tirelessly, my humble eyes saw the sun up there. I dreamt for a moment of dawn of sweet dew sprinkling flowers, of birds bending their wings. After all, the imagination is a beautiful refuge and the storm. Beautiful, Sala. And uh, this has Thank me you. thinking of hurricanes since I live in Florida, and uh, the winds <laughs> do get into extremely high speeds, over 70 miles per hour, even 140 if you have a category two or three system and so uh what there is that moment of thinking what it would be like outside of the wind is like being at the center of the storm mr prophet what do you think it's all is right well i thought it was interesting um i like the way she started it out uh with the uh, with the wind it says when the wind hit tirelessly my humble eyes saw the sun up there she's saying to me anyway that um, you know, the, the thing that is upsetting her, um, she, she wants to see, uh, a ray of sunshine basically with that first stanza. And, um, then she says, I dreamt for a moment of dawn of sweet dew sprinkling flowers of birds bending their wings. After all, imagination is a beautiful refuge. Um, she, she wants to make herself feel better, and so she starts considering all of the things that she finds, uh, you know, uh, pleasant to her, and uh, she's taking actual refuge in her imagination, and, and we all do that from time to time, I think. Um, I thought it was exquisitely expressed. Um, I thought it was really, really well written, and um, uh, as is all of Saul's stuff, so. <laughs> Thank you so much. You definitely got it, David. Thank you. Good input. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mr. Prophet, what about you, Sin? And, uh, Saul is right. Sin? Give him a minute. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking on mute again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to second with Dave was saying about daydreaming. I, I I love daydreaming, and this this poem is reminiscent of exactly that, giving giving away from trouble and experiencing something peaceful. Thank you so much, Senator. 
Good, good. And uh, Rack, Salazite, and you. Yeah, you know, since you were talking about the repetition of some things, um, you know, for me, uh, I don't necessarily think of this more as daydreaming as much as it is, you know, knowing that things are going to get better. Um, you know, life is throwing, you know, that, that cold breeze at her, and she's looking to the sky to see just where the sun is positioned because she knows it's going to be coming out sooner or later. It's, it's almost like she sees the light, the daybreak, and she knows it's about to happen. So rather than focus on the horror, you know, that she's in the middle of, the, the, the cold, uh, she's, she's focusing on what's to come. And, um, you know, she, she sees that, that the sun is there and, and there's that, that ray of hope, that, that, that warmth that's going to embrace her and, and basically uh, change her whole situation. Beautifully done, Sal. Oh, thank you so much, Alphonse. Thank you, Rack and Sala. So one more comment from our co-host, Boo. Yeah, well, you know, just like Salwa, to always see the bright side of things. And then I like you use the word humble because you are very <laughs> humble. And no matter what happens, you believe in the good in people and believe in good things to come. And, I, you know, could rub off on a few people would be great. <laughs> great. And I know you love nature. <laughs> and I know you love nature. And those things make you feel closer to God because you're very spiritual. And, uh and then, you know, you're saying, like, your imagination is endless. You can be anything you want in your imagination, go anywhere you want, do anything you want. And then you say it's beautiful refuge, and sometimes that's all you got is your imagination because everything else in life at the moment sucks or you're having a bad time or whatever, hard time, and you still have your imagination. And that goes to say you still have your poetry, really, because that's what poetry is. So I think uh, you did a great job telling about your therapy and, and also your beliefs that you're so positive. So, in like what eight or ten lines? Good job. Thank you so much. Go. <laughs> yeah, come. Now you're becoming a nature person too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nature and brevity. There you go. You're two new ones. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that does take a bit of an edge of natural sciences. Proceeding with our recital, next one up in line, first one come, first one serve basis here at Public Poetry. So that would be you, Mr. Prophet. You have the floor. Okie dokie. Let me uh, refresh my page here. Um, <laughs> okay. This, uh, I just uh, was listening to some really good rock and roll, and um, I don't know if any of you ladies have been watching any of this new stuff they call shuffle dancing. At least it's new to me. Some of these women uh, really uh, can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love watching these gals. Yeah. I could watch them for hours on end, believe me. So anyway, um, <laughs> it kind of made an impression on me, and I decided to write something about it. Uh, <laughs> doesn't take much to make an impression on Dave Prophet. You all know that. So anyway, uh, this one's called You Make Me Want, <laughs> you make me want to Shout. And it goes like this, out on the dance floor all by herself. There wasn't nobody could keep up with her, damn the shuffle I'd ever seen. Nothing like it, such poetry of movement. Feet, knees, legs, and elbows all going in different directions, but nary a mistake in their directions. The whole show done on platform heels, gyrating across the floor of this human machine in perfect tune with the music, hips moving back and forth underneath a tight black skirt. 
dumped her long legs out into a pair of black platform heels. Glistening white skin clear down to the floor. I couldn't keep my eyes off of her. Legs moving like the linkage on a locomotive. Her hands next to her waist. Long fingernails pointing like some sort of sexy weather vane. Eyes flashing throws her smile my way. She knows I can't look away, nor would I want to. She's got all the men, man buttons pushed. All the gauges that shows what I'd like to do with her. Pegged hard over to the right at, oh, hell yes. Where did this woman come from? Nobody else on the floor except for her. You can't keep up with an act like this. Rhythm tattooed into her very soul. She struts over to my table in short steps that looked like she's walking backwards. Lordy. She bends over the table, still dancing, and says to me, you like my feet, don't you? Deeply thro- deep throaty laughter. She backs up a tad and swings her left leg up at 90 degrees to her frame so I can see her calf and her heels. Back down it goes. It's still in time with the music, and up and up comes her right leg back and forth. Swear to God, I've never seen anything like this before. She's laughing at me. The devil's in a smile. You might say she's got my undivided attention. The band is playing some great boogie-woogie stuff right out of the 50s with the backbeat so hard you'd have to be dead not to tap your foot. It's hard wired into her bones, every drum stroke. Microsecond synchronization betwixt her and the drums and the bass. It's all one. She's got the whole band smiling and shaking their heads. Guitar players laughing. They just keep going. They can't stop. She's wearing them out. Peter Gunn's theme is next. Medium tempo teaser. Now she's strutting feet close together. Makes her tush rock like the breakers of an asynchronous ocean. Her legs moving up and down, lifting her up her perfect toes. Rocks back on her heels, back up, then goes forward. Best looking half steps you've ever seen. Wives giving their husbands shitty looks. Why, hell, you can't blame a man for looking if he ain't dead yet. She ain't even breathing heavy, neither, like some aerobic scene on steroids, only a hell of a lot more fun. All of a sudden, the lights go out. Can't see nothing. The band blew the main circuit breaker. It, in a few minutes, the lights come back on. The mystery dancer was gone, except for a handwritten note on my napkin, and it said, David, my man, did you like my dancing tonight? Did I do it right, my love? I'll see you at the house, love, mother. I should have known. Wouldn't you just know it? She makes me want to shout. Lordy, what am I going to do with my queen? Now I'm laughing and shaking my head. She's only got eyes for me. Never tossed any smiles any other directions than mine. Every man in there thought she was looking at right at them. That's my girl, the dark mother, and Paul. <laughs> Oh, she can dance that too. That's fucking talented. Yeah, it was her again. <laughs> So this twist at the end that the hero of these poems is Dave Prophet can't even go to ballroom dance halls and not wind up with the dark mother is a cosmic surprise of epic proportions. What about you, Rack? What do you think of this, right? Oh, I, I think it's a thing of beauty to see a woman enjoying herself and with total abandon and just getting into the music. I, I, it's a sight to behold, to be sure. I, I mean, when someone can can let their hair down and and, and just you know let loose and and, and really can, uh, just 
You know, what, what is that stupid expression that everyone throws around? Dance like nobody's watching. You know, I, I, there's, tr- there's a truth to that. There really is. And you could tell, mm-hmm. you know, they put their whole soul into it. And, you know, it goes down to the way that they move. It shows. It really does. Um, and that was a, a clever visualization uh, when you talked about the locomotive. Um, uh, that, that 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 was really good. Um, but the, the whole thing was nice. It was really good. And then you know the twist to the dark mother at the end was just <laughs> classic days. Awesome piece. <laughs> what can't she do? Thanks, Holy moly! <laughs> That's right. That's right. She puts up all the shame. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> uh, what kind of dancing is that? Did you say? Like, is it like um? One person dance, or like, do they dance? Yeah, somebody else yeah, or? yeah. It's just it's just one gal, Stop and it. and sometimes there's two or three of them, and they dance to uh, almost any kind of music that's rhythmic. You know, they were doing some uh, uh, one of Elvis Presley's uh, uh, songs. Um, uh, I, I can't remember the name of it now, but I really like it. It was one of his uh, later ones. Uh, uh, something about the. <laughs> Something about the, uh, I don't know. She Anyway, Warren in the line says she had the uh, longest, blackest hair, the prettiest green eyes anywhere, and the reason is uh, of her latest flame. That's it, yeah. So uh, there's a couple of gals there that are really, really good. One of them calls herself Sophia Sophia, and you should go look at these gals. They'll, they'll just blow you away. I mean, they're fascinating to watch. They're really, really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they can dance usually, you know, you know, it means they're very, you know, good with other things. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but they just cut my eye, you know. <laughs> and you say, you put that damn Peter Gunn theme in my brain, Dave. I have to reach the yeah, phone and get you for that. <laughs> you just, all okay. you had to say it. All you had to say it. Next, Next uh, person comment. What about you, Sinister? And Jay Prophet's right. And I put it in the comments. Simply, I needed to smile today. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out. Uh, I'm gonna check algorithm. it out. Oh, yeah, curious. definitely. There's jazz there. And- Presley, according to him, if we hear Prophet take on the Dark Mother at the dance hall. What about you, Sarah? <laughs> in this fight? She definitely made him shout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, um, it, it is just beautiful, really, the dance. I know I'm familiar with it. There's just two different ones. There's one that did bring back the couple, the hip-hop of the 50s, like rock. There's this one, but there's also the one they by themselves, um, which is the soccer dance I think you're talking about, right? Um, it's very, it's really, they're so fast, amazing. Uh, they kept killing it, they can't stop. She's wearing them out. <laughs> it's funny how how you made it a story that she's, uh, all the people, all the guys are looking at her, but she was interested in you. It's like a scene of movie you described here. Um, it's almost <laughs> like a... <laughs> Great storytelling, and it's. Um, I'm going to find it and put it there. I know. I, I know exactly. You're thinking, you're thinking of the hustle. 
not the shuffle. You're thinking of the hustle, Stella. Oh, not the shuffle. <laughs> It sounds, you know, do the hustle, do the shuffle. It's, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah but there's two yeah, different ones. There's the one that is the 15th, yeah. the rock, and there's the other one that sing, they do with singles. I'll let them tell. So I'm not sure which oh, one. Oh, maybe. There's a lot of different dances. Yeah, you could be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you put in, if you go onto YouTube and put in uh, shuffle dancing, you'll see what I'm talking about. There's just yeah, tons of these I'm girls doing it. Every damn one of them are good. <laughs> yeah, I see. Titus said Marie. Marie is the name by Elvis on the board. Oh, Marie is the song. I mean, yeah, the song. Mm-hmm. Look at the picture Thanks, of her too. Titus. Like, you even got a picture of her dancing. Like, where'd you get the pictures? Trippy. <laughs> You know, that's like a cool picture. I, I would I wouldn't think you'd be able to find a picture of the dark mother dancing. There you go. But, um, <laughs> I think what's good about this is that the fun that you had watching them shows in your words, shows in the poetry, and then the joy that you had watching them shows in the way that you read it and in your voice, and that makes me happy because you're happy. And um, so that's what's good about it. And, and obviously you were really watching because you got everything down. And I'm not talking in a weird, creepy way. I'm talking about you were really paying attention. You got the moves there, the feet, knees, legs, elbows, all groin in different directions. What guy doesn't love that skill? You know, gyrating yeah. across yeah. the floor like a human machine. You were thinking, okay. And then uh, she's in perfect tune with the music. I mean, doesn't every guy like long legs and black high heel shoes, right? So yeah, you know, right. Second to too, and uh, mm-hmm. and like you said, you couldn't keep your eyes off of her. She was moving like a locomotive. So um, yeah, and I don't know if you heard of the dancing before. You just discovered it, but you make me want to look now. I mean, that's pretty easy to remember too, Sophia. Sophia, even I won't forget that. <laughs> And uh, yeah, still dancing. And yeah, then at the end, it's just kind of funny because you saw the dark mother. It's like, you know, who would have thought you were at a singles bar and then you see the dark mother? It's just funny. She's everywhere, Dave. She's just looking for you. <laughs> she keeps an eye on me, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Boo. I hope you dance You hit the nail right on the head. You, you hit the nail right <laughs> on the head, you know. Yeah, you did. And, uh, it's uh, no, it's it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's it's you just can't keep your eyes off these ladies once you watch one of them. They're just amazing. So that's all I can say. <laughs> just blow you away. <laughs> Anybody that can move that fast, you know, and keep the rhythm and all that's hard to do. You have to count and everything. It's not easy. You know, you, you got to be yeah. can't be you know clumsy or whatever. So I wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to do it probably. <laughs> but Yeah. Oh, these girls are amazing. <laughs> you guys you guys know you love a limber woman, you know. All men do, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> so there you go. It's bonus all around. <laughs> <laughs> That's a generalization, boo. Men are into all kinds of women. But since true, you've true. been so talkative, I was wondering, would you like to take the floor next? Mrs. Boo. <laughs> Uh, sure. I think Sal was on hold again. I don't no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not an old, that's no, I'm not. I'm here. Oh, that's an your old man. Huh? All your messages are coming in now. That's so weird. Oh, that's oh, so weird. Yeah. All your messages are coming in my phone now. That's okay. so crazy. Anyway, this is called uh, Home, the song is called Hometown 
her. Uh, the roadside weeds that clutter my hometown, tangled skinny stems and yellow flowers, sing on reverence glory come down. To us they sing in daylight's fading hours. I cannot stomp them out, I cannot press them in between the pages of my books. Flower after flower, stem by stem, grow ugly and I can barely stand to look. The preacher he had called the place salvation when telling us to where the high school led, high road led, but the stars all seem to spell damnation and the moon an eyeless, bloodless head. Tonight, the roadside weeds sing mercy, mercy, come for the homeward soul in need of thee. <laughs> and poem. Wow. Yeah, there's definitely a haunting image here of those American small towns and why they deprecate to a, a level of seemingly inhospitality and poverty. Sinister, what do you think of this right hometown horror? Ah, uh, come on, dude. Thinking it out, sir? Sorry, yeah. That's all right. We heard Here you for you. a minute. Yeah, we can come back to this. Cool. Rock, what about you in hometown art? Oh man, you know the, the the visions of some people, you know, with the hometown roots, and and they always want to, you know, get out of the damn town or, or shake the dust off of them and, and move on. But you know, it, it's still somehow ingrained in you and attached in you. Sometimes, you know, no matter where you go, even you know, even down to your um addiction, you know, you, you get that accent that, you know, it fades away, but in, in moments of, of um, passion or, you know, just excitement, it still creeps back in and people go, are you from Jersey? You know, or something like that, you know, <laughs> it, it comes out. So, you know, the, to, to personify it with the flowers and the dust and everything, it, it's, it's very visceral and relatable, um, you know, almost like it, it, from a movie even. Uh, you, you, did, you did a fantastic job with that, Boo. You really did. I imagine it was for a contest or something, it sounds like, um, or maybe a prompt. Uh, but w- whatever you did yeah. it to, whatever you were thinking of, you know, it, it worked out really well, you know. I could see you kind of shaking the dust and, and, and wanting to – move on and, and, and elevate yourself from being associated with being from that place and being thought of in your own light and not just being from there, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rick. What about you, Mr. Prophet, on this right, hometown heart? Dave's on mute. <laughs> Everyone speak of problems tonight. And oh, here we go. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, no, I like this poll. I thought it was really neat. Um, I like the uh, references to uh, um, the yellow flowers. Uh, there's a uh, some sort of a flower. I, I don't. I don't know what what it is because not in flowers that much. But uh, it's supposed to be only bloom at night. It's called an ipomobia, ipomobia yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was, uh, it kind of reminded me when I read this thing about the yellow flowers here, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, sing, O reverence, glory, come down to us. They sing a daylight, daylight's fading hours. I cannot stomp them out. I cannot press them in between the pages of my books. Flower after flower, stem by stem, grow ugly. I can barely stand to look. Um, 
Why this is this is really a dark poem, Boo. <laughs> uh, but you wrote you really did it uh, well, and um, you've got it uh, really. You got a really heavy duty storyline condensed into you know <laughs> three and a half stanzas here. I'm impressed. You know, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's supposed to be a sonnet. Yeah, really. I mean, it, it's <laughs> superb. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> You're welcome. Thank you for the positive feedback, Dave and Sala. What about you and Booze Right, Hometown Heart? Thank you, because I had to read it like six times or seven times so I can think deep. <laughs> dig in deep. Um, one, I mean, I agree with everyone, especially the stanza about the flower. You put yourself in this. It's not only like something you heard about. You first introduce us to what's happening to this town. Um, they sing on daily fading hours. Glory come to that. They they want like something bad happen, and then I cannot. You put yourself in there. How it's affecting you? I cannot stump them out. I cannot press them in between the pages of my books. Flower after flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's something. I don't know. I feel like it's metaphoric, not necessarily about. Um, because at the end, when you say. Tonight, the roadside, we think mercy, mercy, come for a homeward soul in need of thee. In need of thee? If it was capital, then I would say it's God. But I think maybe it's uh, looking for a good person to come and change this darkness that's uh, taken in your hometown. Uh, like metaphorically, I'm not sure. But that's where my mind took me. Um, very, really, a lot of... Um, that, it's supposed to be about hell, though, kind of, believe it or not. About hell? Mm-hmm. This is hell. about hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's hell. salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, salvation and mercy. Mm-hmm. Like you're asking God. But when you said, "Ye not capitalize, I was confused. You're talking like God come and save us from this. Uh, from this. That's what I saw in the beginning. But I didn't mm-hmm. see the D capitalize, so I was confused for a second. So I was right. That's what I saw at first. The Which one's capitalized? Oh, I probably need to fix that. <laughs> Gee, that's why yeah. I was confused. But I see that now. I see that the uh, call for mercy, the God, uh, we need, uh, the town needs to be saved, everything. Even the flowers becoming, um, dying or becoming ugly. How can flowers become ugly? It's, that's so horrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, Sawa. My pleasure. Yes, it's definitely a question of places looking like they're generally haunted. And this phenomenon goes on worldwide where you have that kind of desolation. We have a caller on the line. Is this Mrs. Soul? Hello? Hello? (laughs) Good morning. Hello. Hi, Salva. Hi, Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, good morning. Yeah. Hey, Boo. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Gigi. Thanks for calling. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what are you saying, Salva? Boo, 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 boo. What? what? Like, boo, <laughs> poem. It says perfect timing. Perfect timing. It says you just keep the poem. I know, but I've not read the poem, but uh, uh, it's okay. So I just, yeah. 
Why don't we do Titus's right? And uh, yeah. I'll uh, go get the link and uh, you find the SoundCloud. All right, Boo? Yeah, I think that works better, yeah. <laughs> Since I know where I put it. Yeah, his is on the list. Uh, let's see. I gotta go to Just and Sinister had to go. He said he got a phone call. Too. Thanks for coming, Sin. And okay, so Titus. Okay. Just know a far more touching scene. Didst raise above upon which slept snow white dove for which twas kept within me deep for how long snow shall wholly keep the status quo for far from touch I do explore this much is such to sweet adore the deep duck down a spurred a suave more soothing gown of silk but salve intrepid dreams love long drifting Snow sultry themes show uplifting not in absence, moving tales as those whose alliance said silence chose. White as the snow doth lay its qualms around me, show how deep love calms the balmy air. Of spring it shall be winter, spare no weight, morale. My heart speaks simple when it comes to dreaming of you, reaching out into the darkness to kiss the moon, tender-hearted so That's my fault. Over time, there was the extra bonus there that had nothing to do with the SoundCloud. Congratulations yeah. to everyone who heard. And uh, this has a conversation note. The author had suffered a near-life death experience recently, so I wrote back, Morale to feeling death over life is the opportunity of giving a solar period another try at working out according problems, either social or psychological, the blessing of another day. Rack, what do you think of this right by Titus Ewan? <laughs> Titus, man, uh, I, I felt like I was listening to the BBC. You know, I was waiting for <laughs> any minute, you know, for, for the introduction to the, to the nature, whatever. Uh, I, it was absolutely you know inviting and and and, and peaceful um you know and anything about birds and things like that is serene and, and uplifting and you know there's the spiritual connection to it it, it was just very beautiful thank you for that feedback rack what about you mrs soul and titus you right just now i'll uh, i'll comment later just ask somebody else first please all right. 
You can comment later, Mr. Prof. What about you in this race? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I was um I was when I was listening to it and uh it's just um so like warm and comforting and, and his voice is just beautiful and I agree with Soul. It's um you know, I mean, like what a lucky uh wife that he has, you know. Yeah. She gets to do this stuff all the time. Um you know, and then uh I noticed he mentioned um something about Charles and that's like a, I believe he's like a professor somewhere in, a, I think maybe in Florida. I don't know, uh, in the literature department. I don't know if something happened, but I just noticed I saw that at the beginning of the, the poem there. But um, I never heard the word stids. I mean, that sounds beautiful. He makes it so serene. <laughs> Within me deep how long snow shall wholly keep the status quo. I do explore her touch. Maybe they're far away. It seems like they might be far away. They're lovelorn. They're drifting like snow. But even he doesn't forget her, even in her absence, um, whose alliance said silence. Maybe there's all the people that were against them or said they'd never make it, or they were opposites or something, um, but he knew better than that. Um, and then the ending is, so it touched the surface just, and then he leaves you wondering there. That's uh, really beautiful um, and loving, full of love and, and sensuality, but done right in a romantic way. I thought he did really great. And he did good with the quote um, there as well. Yeah, nice job, Titus, as always. Thank you for that wonderful review of Titus Ewing's work. And uh, Mrs. So, before you go, I'm going to read my poem real quick. And uh, I'm not going anywhere. You have one ready? I'm next. I just came. I just came. I'm not going anywhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Rex, Rex. So go grab your poem, and when I'm I'm done reading, we got mine, it already. You go next. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here's my poem. It's called White Wine, and Ooh, la, la, la. it's uh, for a special Valentine. They know who they are. Yeah. I hope. You, so you, you better go. start. <laughs> you better start reading White because wine. I'm already getting thoughts. <laughs> All right. White wine. And a flavor white wine victual, a compliment flattery, a true beauty, bounty, and posterity, prosperous, formative, limitless. A special occasion, every moment we're together, deflowering the lush bouquet, fluttering petals. This paradise is she standing next to the palm tree. And copy the duplicate files where the follicle shedding and the coconut shell defer. Both drunk on eggnog nudging and neither caring who was lying there naked. Witness the dog and heat on the boiling pot when the divisional ground was battle-faking. Romeo, wherefore art thy ginger snaps and Roger, Roger Baker? Inferential teleology, the wrathful arbitration stump by Barnaby Heal. He fried his brain with the coffee maker, acutely affected tasting the millimeter sweetener. Gorgeous, tantalizing, the crystal dome of pink and white floral stretching like deco bath water solidified and current red swimming the continental divide of the great continent density. Karma losses or karmic caramel melted retribution play the morose scene ambience retract and the center of attention is in bed staring lifeless. The dead end road was harbinger to melancholic, central stirring passion of seeing each other's gleaming semblances in the impenetrable darkness. Cerulean narcissist deflecting Bach at the waiting pool, skittering mosaic of starlight. The digital creator aroused, twinkling meekly, the pin burns glittering. 
Leave it at absolute truth, mindless exhibition, wind-up dolls. Leave it at nameless loss of countless ambition. We must never say goodbye at by and by when the proceeding emerge, verge. Inner sanctum door answer, the shutting and opening departure. Ease is hard, snob, relentlessly. Profusion, get busy, with the paralyzed passing, instant meditation, and looking at yielded empiricism from a spinning disco ball. Give the singer some credit. Give the singer some walking distance. Give the melody and the song a chance to dance for you. Behind the microphone wavelet, the ghost hunter puts to sleep the grazing deer in the primeval forest. Before going the right direction, stay clear of the misunderstanding to require the clear light and the guidance to love. Waited all my life for you. If our heart's dreams ever come true, what shall the part do? If you needed somebody and I requested someone, why not us? And poem. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, what do you think of that romantic <laughs> poem there? Wait, no, don't do here. it, Raz. That goes along with the poem. <laughs> it's uh, Mark Twain that says, the two most important dates in a person's life are the day they are born and the day they discover why. Uh, you missed this, Raz. You missed this line for an unexpected sweet Valentine. So, I'll start from there. <laughs> and uh, we have a geek over here who's uh, all tipsy on uh, writing love poems, and I'm loving it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not that you can just get it from, uh, uh, A, I love the, you know, the Anna Flavor white wine. I was reading about it. I don't think, I have not seen it in India. So you please send me a bottle. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as we go down, you know, uh, karma losses or karmic caramel melted retribution. You know, so uh, you use words wherein you want to hide, uh, you know, not make it too obvious, but you also want to speak your mind. And... Uh, I am sure the person you fend it for would uh, be able to pick those uh, beautiful, uh, uh, you know, feelings and emotions. Behind the microphone wavelet, the ghost hunter put to sleep, the grazing deer in the primordial, primordial forest. Uh, it's so beautiful, Raz, your wordings. And uh, uh, I am sure that... Uh, you know, uh, you have your ways of saying uh, uh, <laughs> that happy Valentine, be mine. <laughs> and um, I I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. If you want to share something which, uh, you know, is uh, informative, because you do have a lot going on, you know, uh, for going the right direction, stay clear of the misunderstanding to require the clear light. I, I, can, I can actually... Um, you know, interpret this poem in a lot of ways wherein uh, you are uh, struggling to express yourself and also make a point that, uh, hey, come on, give me a try, you know. So <laughs> I I say good luck and uh, you are amazing, Raz. Thank you for everything that you do for us here. Thanks, my dear, and good luck. Thank you, Mrs. So wait a second before uh, the next response. We have a caller, 443. Oh, hi. It's uh, Connor. 
Conrad. Hey, Conrad. Yeah. I, I hey, Conrad. Hey, Conrad. No, hey, I'm sorry for not getting you right there on the Conrad. spot. How are you doing, Conrad? No, it's all good. I joined kind of mid-comment or reading, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, good. You didn't miss it. That's good. Paula, what did you think This is really... Oh. I just... I actually read it earlier, and I said, uh, Raj, lately your heart is in love. It shows in your passionate right. There's so many captivating lines, truly... Some of them that already um, he pointed to, but the whole thing is just so delicate. You and vulnerable, so um, there's longing, there's desire that wish that um, can take place. And especially at the end, waited all my life for you. If our heart's dream ever come true, and what shall the deck of cards do? We don't know what the cards when someone fall in love, and don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or today. Just um, wish for it. Uh, if you needed somebody and request someone, why not us? As um, as you said, give me a, give me a try. I'm right here. So it's very passionate and very delicate and tender. Thank you, Charlotte. Uh, my pleasure. Conrad, did you happen to hear um, Rahel's poem? Yeah. Um... I'm so, so what I want to say about it is obviously, Raz, I feel like with a lot of your work similar to Titus, like I can reread it multiple times and get different things out of it. And I think the word choice here is really beautiful. I think it's really delicate. It's very sensual and romantic. And I just, there's a lot of nice visuals you get as you read, which I really enjoyed. Um, So like, you know, every line I get a little snapshot in my head. And I really enjoyed that. So it was really engaging just as a reader. So thank you for sharing it with us. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't go nowhere. Okay. I shoving G out the door, and you're shoving me out the door. Why don't we just slow down? Um, you know I want you to stick around. Too. This is beautifully emotive, Raz. Um, and and for me, the most touching sentiment and, and the most confounding one on top of that, you know really um, philosophical, contemplate, I mean, I'm saying um, that, that question, you know, why not? Because it's one of those things that, that you know, it, 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 it's so easy to envision, it's so easy that it, to make it come true. And, and you know, to ponder the whys, it, 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 you can just take so many different twists and turns of it. Um, you know, all, all, all the beautiful thoughts leading up to that um, are almost dwarfed by, by that thought because, you know, yeah, the, the, the other stuff, you know, as beautiful as it is, it, 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 the beauty is undeniable. It, it, it's that uncertainty and that question in, in the why not us that, that, that opens up the door to, to, you know, your mind and to everything else that just makes this um, a truly contemplative and, and, and philosophical thought because that, that, that's enough to drive someone insane. It really is because, you know, you could sit there and say why and the other person could sit there and say why not or, you know, just the universe can sit there and say why not <laughs> and it can go on and on and on and point for point for point and and really there's there's no end to it and 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 that that's what makes it sad because you know it is possible it could come true um it, it, it's just you know wondering why it hasn't or wondering if it ever will 
is, is, is really just enough to, to really send your mind in, in a million different directions. So I really appreciate the piece of that, Raz. It was, well, it was wonderful. Thank you, Rack. I had not looked at it through an infinite matrix, but uh, definitely I, I like that Larry through in interpreting the work. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, for, I think that this is really ballsy. I mean, really, because you put your heart out there every time, put your heart on the line, you're honest, you don't give away too much, but, you know, uh-huh. but it's... um. The whole thing is just so beautiful, romantic, a paradise. Is, she's standing next to the palm tree, a copy of the duplicate files. <laughs> and, you know, you've got, like, a little humor in there, you know, um, maybe, uh, you know, and then Ginger Snaps Roger, Herbert Baker, that's funny. Um, the white floral stretching. I mean, sometimes I have to read it two, three, four times. Sometimes your stuff's over my head. I don't get it. But this is pretty much, you know, direct and beautiful karma loses or karmic caramel melted retribution. All the wording, ambience, at retract, the whole thing. This is another one deserves the front page. I mean, every time you write something romantic, it deserves the front page. Uh, you're probably going to sick of me nominating you, but um, I'm going to be like Sal. I'm going to get banned. <laughs> and, um, you know, spoon-worthy, beautiful. I mean, you know, and then the ending, my Lord. Waited all my life for you, and our hearts dreamed of it come true. Um, like a courage makes me taking the risk and a chance, and it might work out. It might not. Who knows? But if you're still saying it, it's still uh, giving you a lot of props to the nurse for saying it. Mm. Um, yeah, so beautifully done. Uh, yep, that's another one for the front page. Raz, great job. Thanks, Boo. And the laughing soul, have you had anything prepared now? for the next right? <clears throat> yes, I can read it now. Can I? Uh, did you find the sound loud or should I just go and read it? Uh, no, you can read it. Yeah, you can read it. Okay, okay. I'll just share the form. All right, comes back. It's an old one. It's an old one. Okay. And one of my first on KP. So since it is Valentine in India, I picked this up. Um, Valentine, I once knew. I have been dreaming, dreaming of a rainfall crimson, rose petals from the skies, a February I had dreamt, dreamt mooned over by your deep, sultry eyes. Was it Venice, the lovesome gondola ride, or the islands of Santorini when our hearts did collide? I still remember you asking me, Asking me, will you be my Valentine? Asking me, forevermore, darling, will you be mine? I still remember that whiff of your tantalizing cologne, teasing my senses, unfurling my petals, giving way to all inhibitions of mine. Oh, I still remember that Valentine. I have been dreaming, dreaming of falling in love all over again. I have been dreaming, dreaming of the you it was raining roses when I was with you. And boom. Mm-hmm. And boom. Yes, great laughing soul. And I was right it's back, falling in love, and of course, so many times to not want to afford 
that second fall. What about you, Sala? What do you think of this piece? Oh my goodness, heart melting. <laughs> the softness of her voice and um, and the repetition and the choosing Venice uh, from the place is the most romantic place. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is a really beautiful. Uh, just like bringing memory, remembering, I still remember you asking me, asking me, would you be my Valentine? And uh, I love the one with the roses. Um, and it's true, sometimes you awaken like sensation, some little things, particularly about a person awakening your sensation. And here's the cologne, or as you said, but could be more than that. Um, and this keeps you like it's not gone, you still dream about it and wish you be with him. My favorite line, I've been dreaming, dreaming of the love I knew when it was raining roses when I was with you. So romantic, so tender, so delicate, like you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Right, My dreamer. Keep dreaming, keep dreaming. Why is this chick single, people? Keep dreaming, keep dreaming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic sentiment. Rack, what do you think of this right by laughing so in Valentine's? It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thought. Um, you know, after a date like that, you shouldn't be uh, <laughs> pining. I, I mean, I, I, I can't see, you know, uh, anything happening to, to split apart someone, you know, that looks at something like that. that that's just, you know, beautiful. Um, the, the idea of uh, the Venice and, and, and the sentiment that was expressed um should lead to more of a connection than a disconnect but you know and uh the the idea of of raining roses i that was also a beautiful thought i mean the whole thing was was, was lovely um you know it, it's kind of uh counterintuitive to, to to being apart but you know at the same time you know the, the longing is there and, and 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 the uh the offer of that love uh is, is undeniable it's beautifully expressed Thank you, darling. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Happy Valentine's, Miss Joel. Rack, have you read yours? Yeah, yeah was, you were uh, on uh, the okay. show. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I missed Conrad. you all, I think. What about you and Laughing Souls, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed soul. this. Big fan of uh, love poems. Um, <laughs> I really thought the the memories you capture here are really like it's just really well done. Um, all these little things that you put in, you know, just from the whiff of the cologne or just memories you had of you and this person. I think uh, it really captures the emotions and feelings you guys had. And yeah, I think it was read beautifully and. I would love to read some more. So thanks for sharing. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you so much. So write one for you, uh, Conrad, when she comes over. Remember, she's Google. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, I, I think I teach them enough for the rest of the month. Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we messed with them enough last night. Poor Conrad. I'm just yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Behave. Um, behave, girls. Behave, yes. girls. <laughs> Tonight we'll pick on Salwa. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, thank yeah. you. I, I think, um, well, like Salwa says on the board, you know, keep dreaming. And because there are men out there that are like this. There are good men out there, as you can see from the ones that are here now. But, um, you know, <laughs> this is a, you know, you can see the whole thing, the gondola ride and see, you, you know, going around and connecting and, you know, um, meeting each other and then forevermore, darling, you will be mine. Like, what woman doesn't want to hear that, I guess? And then how you got the little intimate parts in there, the, the senses and the smell and the feel of it. Unfurling my petals, giving way to my inhibitions of mine. Um, sounds like a good evening there, soul. <laughs> and, uh, and then... You know, you, this person, you can never replicate this person. You, you compare everybody else to this person, and uh, no one else is going to quite measure up to how great it was when you're with him, which is sort of unfair to other men, but then at the same time, you have him so, up so high on the pedestal that uh, nobody else can come close, and that's love. And, um, you can't shake somebody when you really, really love them, no matter how much time goes by. So I thought it was this is just right. uh, this yeah. is just a feather of my, from my imagination. <laughs> yeah, that's a good imagination. <laughs> but you it's, they say it that you know you need there. to. Yeah, they say that uh, you know you have to go through all the wrong ones to finally uh, get to the right one. So true, true. You guys kiss <laughs> a lot of toads. Yeah, right? drink a lot of wines. <laughs> <laughs> Drink a lot of white wine. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> I'm going to stock oh, up gosh. tonight when I get to the store. Oh, uh, I'm already high <laughs> since yesterday. You know, I had a couple of moisturizers and I'm still rocking in my head. <laughs> in your head? Yeah. Oh, good. There you go. Good Valentine. I wanted yeah. to do... Uh... Oh, here he is. Okay. All right. Um, Conrad, would you read... Um... Would you read for Farouk? Farouk. Uh, sure. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to put it up right now. Awesome poem, G. I hope you find your prince. You will because you have a big heart and you're a lovely woman. Thank so you. Don't settle for losers. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, says hi to everyone on the board. All right. I got it up. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready. This is Farouk's poem. It's untitled. I am beneath thee, O perennial flower, blushing with innocence at this hour. The rain saunders, leaving all despair, serendipity in the music I can hear. Blessed with your rosy sight I be, O kindle of love and tranquility. The melody of this cordial score, I relish and listen more and more. No gloomy nature I then see, O kindle of love and tranquility. End poem. Wow. Beautiful read. <laughs> and uh, what, that was a great read, Conrad. What do you think of this poem? It's beautiful. I mean, the brevity is really nice. I think the wording is wonderful. And just reading it, it reads with this really nice flow a little bit of rhyming. Um, yeah, just really romantic, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you, sir. I wrote back to Farouk, being at one with nature is becoming an unknown standard by Emerson to find transcendence, spiritually worked, and physically forefront. What about you, Rack? 
and Farouk's Untitled. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, the parallels to the music. Um, you know, anytime you can compare love to um, a, a song, like a love song, um, it really just tends to flow well. It lends itself to, to the thoughts of the harmony and, and, and the, uh, the, the the melody and, and whatnot. Um, I, I, it was really well done. Um, and uh, the other thing that he did that was really beautiful, too, was um, the way he tied it in to um, uh, uh, the... Um, Another thought that he laced in there that, that I thought was really wonderful, but now my mind just went blank for some reason. I'm sorry, Farouk. I thought I thought it was beautiful, though. I really did. Thank you, Rack, for that <clears throat> feedback. Mrs. Soul, what about you, Untitled by Farouk? Uh, you know, Farouk is an excellent, excellent like soul. soul. You know? uh, mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that Farooq is an excellent poet, you know. He loves writing sonnets and guzzles and uh, I've read quite a few of his uh, work and uh, the brevity over here, when when I try to delve deeper, I see that, you know, he's not only talking about his feelings, but, uh, you know, uh, words like serendipity and sonder and, uh, you know, Kindle. Uh, we all know Kindle is a reading app and, uh uh, the melody of the cordial score, you know, I, I relish and listen more and more. No gloomy nature I then see. So this line holds a lot of meaning. Oh, kindle of love and tranquility. I think he's talking about, uh, you know, uh, reading uh, like uh, the poems of uh, other writers, you know, reading the feelings of, uh, you know, other people and uh, finding his uh, uh, calmness or finding his solace uh, uh, between the chaos. You know, we all are carrying our own um, burdens and baggages. And if we can look around and find beauty and, you know, uh, feel gratitude, I think uh, uh, nothing can, uh, uh, you know, cause us depression. And his poem, uh, his brevity somewhere uh, speaks to me about this. And, uh, thanks, Farooq. You know, this is a beautiful message over here that uh, um, there's lots going on around. If you look around and if you read others and if you can read between the lines, nothing like it. You know. Beautiful. Perennial flower, when he says that, you know, sorry, you know, when he says perennial flower, then he is talking about the everlasting love and uh, uh, like Raz said, that, you know, uh, we can keep falling in love again and again. And it is true. It is a, fe- it is a feeling that, uh, you know, can be revived even if it withers and uh, just the right uh, notes to strum the chords again. So, yeah, beautiful. Thank you for that feedback, Mrs. Stoll. And Sala, how do you oh, feel? I love- I'm really happy. I'm happy that Farouk is back because I love his writing and you did a great job reading it, Connor. Um, this is I see I, I see actually a love a love letter here. Um, it's a metaphor, metaphor the perennial flower, blushing with innocence at this hour, and then when he asks, 
blessed with you, rosy sight I see. The question is incredible. He wish he's longing for her. He wish he'd be with her. And Kinder, I agree, it's an app, but also Kinder can be arousing um, feeling that comes with love, that uh, emotion is so strong for him that um, sometimes nature, like when you see something beautiful, reminds you of something. That's how I, that I am like this, so I can, see, I can understand. You can give you emotion, remind you of something, or remind you of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and here I realize and listen more and more. No gloomy nature, and then see uh, and tranquility. The more he, um, I mean, uh, he's just really so in love uh, with the, with that person, and there's so much longing. So beautiful, so beautiful. He's incredibly, really, really exquisite piece. Thank goodness you're back, Farouk. And he's so young, too. Like he's so young. He's like an old soul, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah, like exactly. He's, so very, he's mm-hmm. a great poet. It's like Connor. Mm-hmm. We have two young souls here who are so beautiful poets. And so sad, that. Salva. <laughs> Only young, young, uh, cute boys over here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I get the hot man. <laughs> You better, you better <laughs> work, work for us. <laughs> oh my goodness! I only saw Conrad. The I hate to site. put you on the spot, but I have this list here of the recital, and you still went next. Do you mind rereading your next work? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you have the floor, sir. Sandcastle. All right. Um, This one is called Sandcastles. My memories of youth sound of the ocean, the afternoons when kingdoms grew from sand, that young heart of mine racing with dreams, my shoulders kissed by the sun, the smell of sunscreen and boardwalk grease, the shore was a garden, umbrellas blooming by noon, there was a girl with eyes of coral, the sounds of storms rolling in, running home as lightning bit at our heels, arms tangled with that coral-eyed beauty, hoping that this chase would never end. Today I still look upon those months with that blazing heat, remembering the days like skin peeling from a burn. I still long for the sounds of the ocean and the sand beneath my feet. End poem. (laughs) Good read, Conrad. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely a death here that takes you out to that beach. Like I wrote in my comments, it's those peaceful moments at the beach where you're closest at tuning into nature's double aspects of being terrestrial and hypothetical simultaneous. And it's there where one reaches a sense of all the elements that is a reminder of the primal soul. Rack, what do you think of this piece, Sandcastles, by Conrad? Excellent, you so much, dude. Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, how, how did you put it? Kingdoms grew from sand. Um, that that was so vivid. But at the same time, you know, you didn't say sandcastles, but sandcastles was the title. I, I mean, tied together beautifully, and then you expanded on the thought with you know the sun kissing your shoulders and everything else about the beach. You know, wrapped up in that. Um, you've got the heat. You've got the the. the the sereneness of the water and everything else, all tied in this. It, it was very wonderfully done. You did a great job with it. 
Good feedback, Rack. Shala, what about oh, you this and is, uh, my comrade? This is deeply romantic. It reminds me of the previous poem. Like I said earlier, sometimes little things remind us of something. And here's the waves and the beach, the sound. Uh, you, you gave us a beautiful picture of, um, of your memory. Uh, I love the way youth sounds of the ocean. <laughs> Never heard this before. Of youth sounds of, uh, of the ocean. Not any sound. It has youth. Um, that's still like you, like your, like your youth almost. The afternoon. You take us to describe this beautiful place and and how the sun how it's affecting you. But then surprise, there was a girl with eyes of coral. The sound of storm rolling, um, just so beautiful. And eyes can tell so much. Today, this is in the past, but today I still look upon those months and that blazing heat, remembering those days. It's just still longing for this beautiful moment and memories that the ocean, that took place in the ocean, and the sound of it reminds you of it. So, so romantic and passionate. Thank you for Thank that you. feedback. My pleasure. I'm sure Conrad appreciates all these kind words we're saying. It was brilliant poetry. And uh, laughing so. Yeah. How do you feel about this piece? <clears throat> What a delightful memory, you know. Uh, what a delightful, you know, it's like uh, uh, youth is like a sandcastle, isn't it? I mean, uh, I think we all want to go back and touch that wave, uh, you know, but uh, we know that um, uh, it's only going to stay as a beautiful dream. And uh, coral is the color of love. So uh, uh, I think uh, sandcastle was just... Uh, uh, part of the game to distract us, but the poem is all. <laughs> but the poem is all about uh, the coral eyes, and uh, <laughs> so uh, and the read was so mushy, mushy, boo. <laughs> A perfect Valentine poem, uh, you know. You uh, do magic and. Uh, uh, it's 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 such a beautiful it's such a beautiful love some poem, and uh, I think I've said it all. Let the heat keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say? Like uh, <laughs> today, I still look upon those months and that blazing heat. So uh, keep the flame uh, burning. You know, uh, you <laughs> never know who's uh, going to catch a glimpse of that light, and you know. Uh, so good luck. Thank you. Thank you, guys, all for the comments. You're young, Conrad. You'll find someone who might even take another year or less. Boo, you're the last thing on this Hopefully beat. before. What I, I'm going to say again, you know, what's wrong with this chick? Seriously, um, she's got to be not the sharpest knife in the drawer. That's all I know. But because, um, I mean, every poem you put it out there, you put your heart out there. I can only imagine that's how you were in the relationship, open, honest, uh, loving, you know, all the things those chicks dig, mm-hmm. and um, you're not afraid, <laughs> and afraid to express it. Um, and I like the storms rolling in, running home, lightning at our feet. Like, if you just get there fast enough, maybe the dream won't be over. Maybe it won't end, and it, um, it will be real. And then you say that, the, the hope the chase never ends. Um, and then you look back in the heat, and, you know, remembering it, it did happen, but you wish it probably would have, maybe would have lasted longer. 
and then you're still longing for the ocean and that sand just one more time, one more opportunity to be with the person that you adore or did adore. And uh, we all have those moments where we wish we could go back, rewind, and live it again. Um, but, you know, my only guess is she's going to regret this at some point, I'm thinking. Um, but very beautiful and, and full of your heart and a beautiful read. Beautiful feedback, Boo. I hope you adored all your fans, Conrad. And so, moving <laughs> on with our title, the next writer on the list is Rob Cohen, another host member of the group. Here's Pink Elephant. <clears throat> Pink Elephant. Three meetings. Among the smoke and black label beer bottles... They met at a downstairs pool table, talking about Salem daily itineraries, masochism, and books in foreign libraries, before leaving the electric music mystic bar to see a Halloween show on a laptop screen, starring a mascara-eyed, ballet-dancing swan, and long-haired guitar-strumming singer appearing on the same bohemian stage show spark into flames in crushed pill snow. She read his poetry and saw the layers of charcoal and pastel way stacked on the film photograph canvas, building rich textures with ash and wax, yet saw through those walls which became glass under her eyes. Two. They swam in dams of Italian wine, her purple phosphorus glimmer and shine, lighting the world in his mind, under thundering smoggy skies, showering him in ozone-wrapped gifts and a portrait of Ralph and Isabel, standing on either side of a broken spring, sealed in tattered string underneath the typewriter and frame of their Polaroid pictures. He emptied his hand, laying the full house on the table. Their cards mismatched in a game of snap, and she left in the morning singing a song played by a foreign band. Three. Across the gulf, among the oak tree streets, his neighbor Noah grew a beard while building a lake house by hand. After the script he wrote had burnt and blew through the dust in gusts of winter wind until a rainstorm burst, reversing a spinning fairy-lit ferris wheel. Waiting for a paper ticket, he travelled to an old port town in the windy city with pothole streets. He crossed the pine needle field filled with crooked slides and rusty swings covered in spray paint and empty following the ocean scent to a teal-green gate, waiting for the answer on his quest for coffee. From the home which cut their duet apart in the past, she drove and met him on the porch of a museum house filled with wood-carved clocks and a shelf with cameras and porcelain dolls. Their old Virginia tobacco cigarettes or drawing folded segments of Frankenstein in ink, with a pen seen in their mind's eye, and tongue waltzing lines, crossing paper margins alongside. Star-aligned art filled the night, 
ending with an eastern sunrise, where they slept in a single bed, lifting the curtain, unveiling the concerts for their violin chorus to start. Yes, great. Uh, this was written by the writer based on a play they had done in high school. After reading the annotation notes, I wondered without seeing the scenes if the films are shot by the artistic play of what seems often obscures illusion from life and what 20 years later would be like in theatrical scripting. Rack, what do you think of this number by Rob Cohen? Man, floods of flooding Im- imagery. Uh, it's there's a very deep, uh, a lot of layers to it. Um, the idea of pink elephant uh, stuck in my mind because you know that usually uh, <laughs> it's, it's either it's either a, a sale or you know when someone's drunk, you know they see the pink elephant. So you know it sent my mind spinning in different directions as he read it. You know holding on to that thought for the title. But, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed, you know, the, the storyline setup of the um, initial, you know, character, uh, the band, and, um, and, and, and the long hair and, and the whole scenario, and then the living situation playing out. And, you know, the two the couple just, I guess, kind of growing closer. It, it was a, a beautiful tale. Yeah, I think I saw that horror movie, Tooth and Nail, but it was slightly different, not on high school. An end-of-the-world scenario because of the gasoline shortage, which pretty much shut the whole system down. Sala, what do you think of this piece by Rob Cohen? This is really beautiful. Um, he tells us a story of, of really between one and a, like a two, um, and how they met, as he said, and uh, tied the three meetings, and he gave us those three meetings. Um, there is, I love the interaction between, back between um, him and her, him and her, and then uh, he and she, and then finally they swam in dams of Italian wine, her purpose, a glimmer and shine, lighting the world in his mind. Someone who is intoxicated by her in the story, and um, like she's in, <laughs> it's just beautiful his imagery. And then at the end, um, he empties his hand, laying full house on the table. Just at, then they cross the gulf, and finally, from the home which got to do it uh, apart, they are apart. But then at the end, they are together, and they're starting, the lifting the curtain, unveiling the concert for the violin chorus to start. It's almost like a play um, to show us like a life where two people maybe are distance from each other and they're apart and finally uh, they're together. To, and I love the idea of the styling course to start. This is just the beginning, not the end of the story. Yeah. Beautifully done. Thank you, Sala. And laughing so. What about you in this uh, yeah. piece by Rob Cohen? You know, yeah, you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because I'm still in a hallucination, you know. Uh, <laughs> a, the, a, the voice, you know, uh, B, the title, a portrait of a pink elephant, you know. And if you uh, actually uh, 
try to see what a pink elephant uh, symbolizes. It's like all about hallucinations and you know being high on something and you know uh, taking it's 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 a trip. You know, it's a trip. So this is what he has uh, gifted us with his poem. You know, different uh, different scenes. Um, you know. Uh, like a like watching a Broadway, you know, a Broadway show, and um, to uh, from the uh, uh, curtain raiser to the showstopper, it's like you are just waiting for more and more and more. And uh, the if you go delve deeper into the depth of the poem, it speaks about uh, you know uh, love coming to you in different places, in different forms, in uh, different ways, and. Being a poet, you know, for him, the music and, uh, uh, you know, he doesn't uh, uh, shy from uh, making it uh, a luxury read, you know, with uh, the best wines and the best setting up of, uh, you know, places. And uh, uh, finally, it's all about uh, that people come in your life and, uh, you know, you don't need, you need to break from the spell when it's over and, uh, you know, move on, you know, there are lessons uh, one learns and uh, you need to keep dreaming and uh, the music should keep uh, playing on and, you know, you need to keep playing the music on and uh, I love how he ends where they slept in a single bed lifting the curtain and wailing the concert for the violin chorus to start. So he takes us back from where he started, you know, uh, in the middle with all the uh, bumps and uh, heartaches. It's finally uh, uh, showtime. Uh, so, yeah, happy Valentine. Beautiful poem for today. I'm not okay, trust me. That Yeah, it's a bit like... Uh... My Chemical Romance, Three Cheers for Revenge. <laughs> but, uh, Boo, why don't you have a seat here on Rob Cohen <laughs> and the Pink Elephant? Razzie, I'm wicked. love story in three acts, and that's oh, how it's goodness. supposed to be read, like a play. And uh, it's about, for me, some people always believe in the soulmate. They believe in the right one, but sometimes it's the right person at the right time in your life. And when they met the first time, it wasn't the right time, but he never forgot about her, I guess, and uh, even across the miles or whatever. And then they came back together, and then it was the right time um, than it wasn't that was before. It wasn't before. And um, also, I think about two people that accept the flaws and that they have, and they accept each other now. Maybe that they're older, wiser, more mature. Um, and congrats on the gold on this one which he gets pretty much on every poem, little stinker. But, um, and it's beautiful and it's romantic, it's intelligent, like he writes, and uh, that pink elephant you can't seem to shake. I think it also, some of it has to do with alcohol, maybe not like alcoholism, but the dreams you have maybe when you're a little bit buzzed mm-hmm. seem to be more real and, and tangible when you mm-hmm. are buzzed. I don't know, because, you know, you get that vibe. But uh, I think it's uh, beautifully written and well done, like always. And he should get back to writing again. Yeah, it's a shame running into those writer's blocks, but, you know, eventually it fades away. If you're compelled to write for years 
it always comes back that you have to again. It doesn't matter how long you take that hiatus. Word of advice for those of you who have put down the pen and thought you're never going to again. You're just lying to yourself. So our next right, <laughs> we need a female reader. Uh, Sala, would you like to read this for Casey Day? Oh, I'd be More than once upon a time. I love her writing. Okay. <clears throat> More than once upon a time. Oh, she said she had a soundcloud, by the way. Did you know that, boo? Okay. It isn't the first no, time. No, I can upload it. Ha- we can do somebody else if you want. Or yeah, that would be great. It? Yeah, I think I think you yeah. have her soundcloud. Okay. Has a beautiful voice. And I hate yeah. to Can you mess go with up. somebody else? You'd rather do the soundcloud. Give it to Sawa. Let let G read. Let G read. Katie, the naughty poet. <laughs> yeah, just one okay. nothing. Yeah. Are we reading Katie or we are reading Casey? I think Casey is on the board. Who am I reading? No, you read Katie. Katie. I have to upload. I have to upload Katie. I have to upload Katie. Uh, okay. So, okay, great. So you if you can, Katie. could you read possibly Katie, the naughty poet, laughing soul? Okay, fine. Raz, we will go naughty. We will go naughty. Share the link, please. <laughs> Yes, uh, the poem want, is My Son is Sorry. Okay, I got it. No dirty talk. No, it's a poetry recital. My son is a naughty poet. She's going to talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, please read Bless. the poem. Okay. My Son and Stars by Katie the Naughty Poet. My Son and Stars by Katie the Naughty Poet. Waiting to find you next to me, sends shivers down my spine. I could easily get lost in those eyes. Your delightful, deviant smile, bring your lips to mine, my love, and kiss me tenderly. Appreciate desired thoughts, observation of passions shown, feeling seduction, soft touch, hearing you moan my name, teasing the treasures, containing scandalous games. You are my star above, shooting through my Milky Way, embracing my darkness with warm glow, shining bright with wolf-like eyes. My sun and stars glitter forever by my side. Move your flesh to press against mine, sweaty lust infused with pleasure, Tearing fingers across my skin, wanting nothing but devilish twisted sin. All set by your hands, by your unspoken commands. Each horizon with your forever love is more beautiful than the last. Clouds swirling dance above are my thoughts of you gleaming in pride. My admiration for you will never fade. Like fire and the sun, we will always be one. Pen poem. I'll just read the author note. This is for my husband, the other half of me. Yes, that's quite the sentiment. Our uh, one is bond by marriage. So I wrote back, if one's wife and husband's relationship is this hot and heavy, then it would stand to reason that the golden years are on the horizon line. Rack, what do you think of this piece by Katie, the naughty poet? Oh, living vicariously through her love for her husband. 
Ayn's beautiful piece, and, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, well, well read. Uh, your voice lent itself well to, to, uh, to, to... I hope um, you can get the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, she had she had some lovely thoughts in there about um, you know the the the, the devilishness. Um, you know, that for me, that, 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 that's a big thing in a relationship, you know, that, that, that sense of playfulness, you know, it, it's easy to be prim and proper in public and everything else. It, it's when you, you know, let your hair down and relax in private and, and really share yourself, I think, and, and reveal who you are with your, with your partner that that speaks volumes and, and of the, the solidity of a relationship. And if you can, you know, have that kind of openness, I think you've got a great chance of just, you know, continuing on like the sun and the stars, you know, and anyone that can see, you know, their partner like that, you know, has a great chance. It's a beautiful thing. Nice piece, Katie. No pun intended. (laughs) Definitely is a beautiful thing. What about you, Sala, and this piece by Katie? This is really beautiful. It shows the beauty of um, her relation with her husband, how much what he like he loves her and what and how it's affecting her and and that's why she's moved and still moved forever as you to say not not only pleasure but the as he said uh, whereas there is this devilish and the feeling that he gives her it's incredible each horizon mm-hmm. and how she feels about it too each horizon with you forever love is more beautiful than the last it just continuously renew itself it's not it's not something that fades. It's just keep renewing their admiration and love. It's really beautiful. Keep loving each other. And beautiful read. And beautiful read, G. Thank you, my darling. My pleasure. <laughs> Can I come in? Yes, the last one done? would be Boo. Okay, then I've not commented. But she's on hold right now because she dropped. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, let you. Okay, G can comment after me. Uh, yeah, I, I actually I was doing Casey's SoundCloud. I'm sorry, so I'm gonna. He has it real commented. Quick. He read the poem, Boo. Oh, but I. She didn't okay. But she didn't comment. comment. Go ahead, G. Yeah, I gotta come. <laughs> I gotta read it. Go ahead. Go ahead, G. All right, G. Oh, okay. You want to say a second word on this subject matter? Yeah. Yes. Better go ahead. Go ahead. Hello, Raz. I I didn't comment. Okay, <laughs> I just read it, and uh, I would like to say that you know the admiration for your love, besides carrying the fire in your heart and your skins, uh, you know, it actually brings out the pride you hold in your heart. You know, like he's my prizeless trophy, and. Um, you have, like, you are my star above shooting through my Milky Way. Like, like I would say, pun intended, but of this beautiful celestial love, you know. And uh, each horizon with you forever, love, is more beautiful than the last. Who doesn't want this kind of love, you know, where you uh, wake up every morning and, um, uh, you know, feeling the... Uh, warmth of last night and you sleep with the feeling that oh this was a day more beautiful than yesterday Uh, perfect valentine poem thank you so much katie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Thank um, you very much, G, for that official remark this time. And uh, we have a caller in the studio, Silk. Welcome hey, hey, to Public Poetry. Hey, hey. Silk, are you there? That's a one tonight. Yeah, I'm here. That's a one tonight. Hey, Silky. What's up, Silky? I'm at the naughty yeah. time. <laughs> oh, damn, I miss naughty time? Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're never on. You're always on time. <laughs> the man with the plan. Conrad's rough. Okay. Conrad, where did yeah. Conrad go? Did he leave? He had to leave and said maybe he'd okay. be back, but he was going to shut down soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Katie's, I was going to say, I mean, I'm so used to her writing, like, the dirty stuff that I was just wondering. <laughs> Actually, uh, not so naughty. This one's more loving. And I think the last line pretty much says it all. Well, the last two lines, I guess. My admiration for you will never fade like fire of the sun. You will always be one. Uh, screens of love, and it's very visual, and it's very vibrant. You can see it. And uh, your flesh press against mine, sweaty, lust infused with pleasure, tearing fingers across my skin. Like, this is a good night right here. And uh, here's the Milky Way, the shooting star, the galaxies, everything to her, and uh, it shows in her words, and uh, very beautiful, and naughty, but not so naughty, and still classy and tasteful. Good job. <laughs> As, uh, maybe Silky read it, not sure. Not yeah, I just got on. Uh, I can go back and read the if you need another comment. I was trying yeah, to actually yeah. go through and find off. It's all right. Poem, I know uh, you like the naughty girl. You had anything to bring tonight, Silk? Would you like to go next? <laughs> um, actually, I'm actually trying to find something, but no, you can go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find a poem. All right. I so never know what I'm going to bring. Are you going to find Casey's SoundCloud? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, we'll go off that. Yeah, I am trying to figure out here, but I'm hyperventilating at the same time. And uh, All right. so <laughs> next is KCD. Play it again, Sam. Can you please put the poem? Can you put the poem on the Yeah, board? put the poem first, please, Raz. Again, thank on you. The board. All righty. More than once upon a time. It isn't the first time my heart's broke. But watching you kill yourself leaves a stone in my throat. We were children once and more than once upon a time. We fought for the life you so want to leave behind. It makes me sick when I think there's nothing I can do. Don't you think it's enough, what we've already been through? You're bringing back memories of all of the hurtful crimes. I can't catch my breath, and I'm running out of time. It's times like this that kick you in the gut, make you scream at night, sew your eyes shut, break the bones you worked so hard to build, empty the cup you just barely filled. It makes you wonder, in the end, is the war ever worth fighting when, after all is done and said, 
you'll be the only one left not dead. So if you got to go, I just want you to know, it isn't the first time my heart's broke, but watching you kill yourself leaves a stone in my throat. We were children once, and more than once upon a time. We fought for the life you so want to leave behind. Yeah, it's, uh, this poem is extremely personal to the poet. I uh, wrote back anywhere described as domestic and also bearing resemblance to a war zone. It's concerning of what free hostilities there are in the criminal elements of society that try to undo our constitutional value. Rack, what do you feel about this piece by Casey Day? Excuse me for a moment. I haven't got my hands Sorry. Okay. Stala, what about you and Casey Day's piece? Oh, oh this is really um, heart-wrenching. Her emotion is just you can hear them in her voice. And um, repetition. I'm I'm really speechless. I can't find my words. Just so moving. Uh, so I don't know what I can say right now. It really moves me deeply. Laughing so you and Katie Day's piece. Oh yes, I did, and uh, it just leaves one uh, so numb, you know that. Uh, <clears throat> It's difficult to comment, and uh, what uh, the poet must have uh, gone through and is going through living and reliving the same uh, uh, scene, you know. You cannot break through from such a, uh, you know, such a uh, heart-wrenching episode in your life, you know. It... uh, it keeps haunting you till the end until you uh, just, you know, this is where I think spirituality uh, helps us, where finally you just have to give the strings in uh, God's hand and say, okay, like, I gave my best. I did what I could at that circumstance or, you know, during those uh, moments and uh, not feeling guilty and not holding on to the embers that only burn you further. Uh, sorry, I'm going a little, uh, uh, you know, uh, just trying to calm her down more than uh, comment on the poem because uh, finally, you know, when we leave it to God, when we leave it to uh, somebody superior up above, when things are not in our hands, I think that's what gives us the peace to uh, uh, put an end to something which was not in our hands and uh, I can all I can you know all I can say is that uh, girl you are beautiful and uh, you are still doing what a mother needs to be doing and what uh, are your uh, duties and you're still living so uh, just just uh, take care of yourself and uh, Sending you a warm hug. <laughs> That's all I can say because this poem just left me too numb right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's definitely an emotional piece right there. And Rack, are you ready to comment now? No, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I was it's okay, man. doing. It's all right. What about you, Silk? How about Silk? And more than once upon a time, by Casey Day. Yeah, this is, a, this is definitely a, a deep, uh, a piece full of, uh, of like um, a deep wound and um, memories and uh, like a, a lament for. I'm, I'm guessing from the childhood notes from someone uh, you grew up with, perhaps uh, uh, that um, I guess went through all the battles you did, but didn't quite make it out as at least as well as you did, or maybe not at all. And uh, I could just, uh, I could totally feel and. Uh, hear all the um the pain and the um uh the emotion uh that you get when you think about this and write it out and I totally get too about having to hide uh when uh, or hide a little bit when uh, when you have a piece that's personal. I'm I'm the same way. I don't really write very many personal things because I don't know, I just I I I mean I have a few that I put out there that are really personal, but to me when I I do something really personal. It's something that I kind of want to hide from too. So I, I totally yeah. get that. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Um, but uh, no, this is just um, uh, a very uh, uh, a very deep wound, I think, being lanced kind of a little bit more answering, uh, but in a beautiful way. I just uh, I really dug the poem and just uh, a great piece, Casey. Thank you, Silk, for giving the poet what you felt was on your mind towards uh, this autobiographical work. And, Boo, you have the last say here. Yeah, I think that um, just the way she read it, when I was um, doing the SoundCloud, I was just like, whoa, you know. And I've been there. There's nothing worse than watching somebody fall apart, watching somebody fade, watching them possibly kill themselves or whatever. I've done it a couple times. And there's nothing you can do. Um, and you just watch them disintegrate. And that's a terrible feeling, feeling that helpless, especially about somebody you love or care about. And um, I give her a lot of props for being honest and truthful because it's not easy to write this stuff. Um, and she was honest and, and poetic, and it was, um, you know, lovely. I can relate to a lot of it as well. And uh, her voice, I thought, was just amazing. And uh touched me. You see, you touched everybody here, um, some of them speechless even, and that's good poetry in my opinion. So great job, Casey. Thank you very much, and uh, I hope that the poet is moved by all this feedback. She uh, said on the board, love you, boo. You are so very kind. So proceeding with our recital, while you're still looking for your right silk, we're going to do one by Jag325. And this is called Frames of a Fading Love. Jag325. Frames of a Fading Love. The sky took on a pensive glow, shadows falling through drizzle. Above me, the dark clouds race like rapid gray-winged dragons. Dark blankets, the chilly realm, hiding a heart weighed in lead. Cold breeze mutters, fitful words, love lost in a violent shipwreck. Our days are ghosts amid firelight, memories painting their pictures. Rags blowing on cold cobblestone, every breath just a long goodbye. 
Dying hours trickle from the sky. Moon peeks out of broken glass. Flickering light, stitching dreams. Hearts on a steamed-up window. Forever framed in time's misty fog. And peace. And I wrote back, uh, sadness is a recurrent side of depression when it comes to the longing of more pleasurable times. For if a person sought real satisfaction, years later they would not hold on to moments that are forever gone. What do you think of this right, Mrs. Soul, by JPEG? Ah, a lot of metaphors over here, which I'm sure the... Uh, only, you know, the one whom, uh, you know, he's written, I don't know if it is, yeah, he's written for, you know, can get it. Because uh, uh, when you talk about uh, uh, rags blowing on cold cobblestone, every breath just is a long goodbye, and, you know, uh, flickering lights, stitching dreams on hearts on a steamed up window. Uh, I think this is something which uh, has been, uh, you know, close to his heart for long and for many years. And, you know, uh, shadows do um, uh, fade away, but they don't go. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, uh, some uh, expressions of love, you know, whether it was the first love or whether it was a fling for a few days. There are, there are uh, uh, you know, uh, some... Um, uh, relationships which uh, just keep lingering on till uh, till you breathe your last and uh, uh, maybe sometimes we enjoy that uh, uh, pain the sweet pain as what uh, poets call it and uh, uh, ghosts yeah ghosts uh, when he speaks uh, about ghosts so it uh, clearly indicates that this is something uh, way back in the past but uh, is still alive even today for the poet. So, uh, yeah, quite a heartfelt poem. Quite a pop, you know, quite a heartfelt poem. That's what I can say. Memories that we talk about. Commenting, Mr. Soul, Rack, and you with this right by Jay Thug. Oh yeah, um, I'm sorry. Um, um, I, I I'm, think, I'm uh, kind of saying not. Yeah, okay. yeah, I said. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we'll skip you then, Rack. If you're going through something right now, so mm-hmm. what do you think of this right by JPEG? If I can get off mute here. Yeah, yeah, I was having trouble getting the mute button. It's going so long my phone locked up again, uh, which is annoying. But, um, no, I thought this was um, I thought this was kind of a nostalgia piece uh, a little bit, although um, especially with the Our Days, it goes to mid-firelight memories, painting their pictures, rags blowing on, cold cobblestone, every breath, just a long goodbye. Um, to me, this had a... Um, a very deep air of just something lost and um, sadness. And it just, uh, it also, it did, it kind of had that nostalgia feel too that um, I think comes from uh, uh, memories and uh, how they get better over time. You know, uh, the rough edges get worn down a little. 
But um, no, to me, I just I really dug this piece too. He had a lot of vivid imagery in here too, especially starting out with the pencil or the sky took on pencil glow, shadows falling through drizzle, uh, all the way down to forever framed in times misty fog. I just uh, thought that was an awesome way to wrap up the poem too. It was just a beautiful piece, honestly, all the way through. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Silk, for the feedback that you provided to this writer, JPEG. Boo, you're the last say, I guess, on this right. And uh, I, I would like to uh, say that we're going to end the recital after Silk does his poem. I was told prior that I should have some form of uh, advanced warning system. So my acknowledgments <laughs> for the night are to Boo, Sinister Spittle, Rack, Sala, Day Prophet, Titus Ewan, Laughing Soul, Farouk, Rob Cohen, Rachel Fisher, who broke my heart in 1989. Uh, the Rams and Bengals were playing the Super Bowl. Had Dark Mother, Valentine's Day 1993, Katie the Naughty Poet, JPEG, and of course, when he does his read, Silk, and Kevin Watts for keeping allpoetry.com available on the web for everyone interested in the subject of poetry. Proceeding then, Boo, what do you feel of JPEG's right? Oh, wait, Boo just like dropped. I don't know where she went to there. So, uh, <laughs> what do you know? So, are, are you ready for your read? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it's how I was so late. I got I got all tied up with Super Bowl, and just kind of I lost track because uh, I've been going back through ta- back and forth through time zones, and just totally got turned around. So, but uh, okay, this one's just a dark one I wrote um, for a contest called uh, "Of Dust and Shadows." The spiral deepens, winding down into the final text, tolling as a banshee shrieking the death of all of the stars. The gods, all dead or flat while heaven burns, and all the saints lie martyrs. Do you hear the damned, their strangled chords woven into a cacophony of singing screams, rising, resounding, racing echoes down the halls of eternity that die upon the altar of the endless? Where that pale specter sits his throne of ivory and jade, dipping his tongue into the blood of immortals, weeping his bitter desolation, as even the wine of divinity and his tears turn to ashes in the drawing in the dawning shadows of deepest oblivion. Yeah, definitely. There's much in-depth writing here for you, Silk. And uh, I had written back in uh, the APIM list, master toning of where the person is taken here in the signature marks not only had the gods perish in this mindscape, but Gabriel's horn was resounding no more when the fallen confront original punishment and oblivion profoundly the depths of which the rest of space depleted into utter darkness. It's uh, one of those overtones I would consider a very extreme dark light. I liked it myself. If we have uh, anyone else here on the line, Laughing Soul, what uh, do you feel about Silk's right? Uh, 
Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah you okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I had put it on. I put it on mute, sorry. Uh, this poem, uh, again, you know, uh, uh, what is it with you, sir? You know, I was expecting a love poem. And this is of uh, dust and shadows. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God, the image uh, is, the words have, uh, you know, captured the image to its essence. The spiral deepens, winding down into it, it. You just take us into such a, uh, uh, you know, into a story of uh, uh, vampires and ghosts and uh, uh, demons and uh, you know banshees and uh, it's all about uh, you know your head being on uh, uh, on a constant war with your feelings and. Uh, the way you just, uh, it's like a page from, uh, you know, a novel. Every every single poem of yours, I know you love reading and I know uh, you uh, are very well uh, in uh, uh, creating uh, scenes because, uh, I, you know, when you are reading a book, uh, one is so, uh, uh, you know, into the... Uh, one second, I'm sorry, I have disturbance over here. I'll have to hang up. Uh, I, I'll just be back. Okay. So uh, uh, over okay. here, I do sense, I do sense a lot of, uh, uh, you know, remorse and uh, uh, you know, depression and uh, the gloomy uh, uh, feelings. You know, when you talk about tears turning to ashes in the dawning shadows. So, uh, again, you know, I would say that it is just an extension of uh, Casey's poem, you know, wherein you, again, uh, uh, welve into the past, into the hurt, into the pain, and uh, uh, relive it in your presence. So, uh, amazingly worded, amazing uh, use of verbiage, and uh, excellent storytelling of your own. Thanks, Silk. Yeah. Well, thank you, Afi, so. You have the degrees there, Silk. So. What about you, Boo? You're the last shape of the night yeah. show before we all say goodnight. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I agree. Silk's writing is in, isn't really like anybody else's, um, and it's so unique. And even though it sounds dark and dreary and, and it's got that, not like it sounds like it should be a book, I still would go with you because – <laughs> you make it sound it's like scary and inviting at the same time and it's smart and it's education educational too it's you're like it's like a like a welcoming madness sort of uh is the way that i see it and the strangled chords moving into the cacophony of singing the whole thing is gorgeously written it's dark it's mystical mystical and i love um dipping his tongue into the blood of the mortals uh really powerful bits and stuff references to the Bible, the whole nine. Um, it shows your, in my opinion, your, not just your spirit, but your intelligence at the same time and that you do your homework. I also love what Casey wrote on the board. I think that's really crack up and <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, and you're writing, I know it's two years old, but you're writing, every time I see it, it gets better and better and you always bring something new. You never bring the same old shit that the same poem written 50 times, three different ways, you know, like some people do. And um, 
it's really creative and just gorgeous. I think it deserves a front page. If it hasn't got there yet, I'll annoy them with this one too. So, <laughs> uh, lot, I'm not sure. Maybe <laughs> a lot of them tonight. I'm going to be nominating. Uh, really great stuff. You're awesome. So, well, thanks so. for coming. I love that picture too. It's badass. You know, he's got all the money yeah, tying in the script. Picture just reminds, screams you. <laughs> And yeah, I mean thank you all for coming way. to the show. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's the end of the recital. This has been public I just poetry. Want to say one thing, Raz. Um, Raz, I just want to say, don't forget. We have like, a plug for the next week. one coming yeah, up. Yeah, Lizzie's show is going to be this week. Um, the Twisted Cafe for Lizzie. I think that's Thursday or she's. I think it's Thursday. Um, but yeah, check that out. She's she put it up already tonight. I just got the picture there. On so the 18th, yeah. On the 18th, on the 18th. Yeah. What day yeah. is that? 9, 9 p.m. So today is 14th, okay. uh, Monday. So. Okay. So today, 13th, 14th. Yeah, so that'll be this week with Lizzie. Friday, um, Friday. So, yeah, Friday. Yeah. And then Saturday is going to be Linda, um, Linda's show. Uh, yeah. And you know, Linda's home for that, right? Is that Linda the 19th, right? I hope she can make it. She's down with COVID, you know, been coughing by herself, Linda. Yeah. Oh, she's got COVID. It's like ever since coming back. It's yeah, so weird. the Omicron is pathetic. You know, you cough like insane. I had it. And anyways, the show was awesome. Oh, thanks, Boo and Raz. Yeah, Thank I you all it, for um... coming out here to Public Poetry, where we kept all your secrets public. And uh, <laughs> good night, Mr. Yeah, right. <laughs> there there you go. Good night, Phil. So. Good night. Good night, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. What did you say? I said, boo, mushy, mushy, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you too, mushy, mushy. <laughs> so for all his ladies, you know, just uh, keep them in line, Philip. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like, boo, you're getting me in trouble, man. <laughs> I'll have to stick right. to my restraining orders. <laughs> All right, that was awkward. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night, Thank you, everybody. See ya, Rock. Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.